0: now America's healthcare advocate Carrie Hall Hello America, welcome to America's Healthcare Advocates show broadcasting coast to coast across the USA from my kitchen once again ladies and gentlemen as we are still under lockdown for the coronavirus. My producer, Mr. Darren Wilhite, I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. 202 radio stations now. Thanks to all of you. By the way, I want to say hello to our affiliate KGED AM in Fresno, California, KPKW in Loomis, California, and KUHL AM and FM in Santa Maria, California. Uh, we are very happy to have you on board from the Golden State, and thank you all for being part of uh, the HIA radio network and broadcasting at this show. So, shout out to all of our listeners in uh, California. You can follow me on on Facebook, Instagram, uh, if you choose to do that, at America's Healthcare Advocate. Also, the website, America's americashealthcareadvocate.com, and I've been getting a lot of calls about health insurance. Actually, Joyce has been getting them, but nonetheless. Okay, if you are in need of help, you've been laid off, I'm going to go through this here in a minute, but any of those issues regarding health insurance, 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224. Joyce Thompson is happy to help you. She can help you anywhere in the country. Pick up the phone and give her a call if you need help with something or send me an email from AmericasHealthCareAdvocate.com. And by the way, I'm getting a lot of emails and a lot of feedback on these shows. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Tell me what you want to hear about. I'm happy to chat and listen to what you have to say. Podcasts. And we're also getting people commenting on the podcast. Seems to be people have a lot of time to listen to podcasts now. So our shows are posted around the country you can listen anywhere on TuneIn, soundcloud itunes and spreaker if you choose to do that okay so information there um if you want to go up and listen to one of these shows or tell somebody about the show uh please feel free to do that and use the uh podcast to do so all right today's show we're going to continue our focus um on the battle with COVID 19 however In today's show, in the third segment, we're going to be joined by Dana Goodale uh, from Whole Body Pilates. She is our Pilates and yoga instructor, and we're going to talk about how, you know, some things about exercise, what you can do at home, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. Okay, we're going to chat about all of that, so you'll have a chance to... uh, Listen to Dana in the third segment as she talks about how she is still doing uh, Pilates and yoga for folks and doing it virtually. Kind of interesting. All right. A quick review on insurance options because I mentioned this. If you've been laid off, if you've been terminated, furloughed, you don't have your health insurance, you have a special enrollment period of 60 days. You, if you want, What I suggest you do is look at what your COBRA cost is going to be if you have access to COBRA, and then – Reach out to Joyce Thompson and she'll be happy to tell you what your ACA Obamacare policy is. Remember, I told the story a couple weeks ago of the school teacher who thought she was going to have to put them on her school policy when her husband lost his job, which was going to be extremely expensive. She found out she got a $1,700 subsidy and it covered the entire cost of her family of four. health insurance. So it worked out very well for her. So if you want to evaluate the COBRA versus the ACA, Joyce can help you. Again, you can reach out to her at 877-385-2224, and she would be happy to help you. Short-term insurance is also out there if you need to bridge the gap. But maybe you're six months or a year away from Medicare, there's some great short-term policies. Once again, you know, Joyce can help you with all of that. And if you're Chronologically challenged and moving into Medicare, uh, feel free to get a hold of her. All right, so I had a listener in Washington State reach out to me last week. Had a 93-year-old mother in a nursing home, and they were in a assisted living facility, and they were starting to run out of money. Uh, this is a frequent situation that people deal with uh, who don't have long-term care insurance. And I said, based on this age, I have a question: Was her husband, a veteran, did he serve in World War II? Well, the answer was yes. Okay. Well, that means that she was entitled to, and he did not know this. Okay, a special benefit um, called the Veterans Aid and Attendance Benefit, and for her, it would reach out. It would be seventeen hundred and ninety-four dollars for the veteran. For her, it is um, about $1,200 a month, um, and for a couple, it's $2,127 a month. Now, this covers assisted living and a whole host of other things. Um, the VA doesn't advertise this, okay? So, if, if But if you serve 90 days, and one day of that was during wartime, with an honorable discharge, you are eligible, Eligible, rather, and your spouse is also eligible. So I just wanted to make sure everyone knew about that program. If you go to the VA website um, and you look up there uh, for that particular program, you'll see it. It is a long-term care program. It's titled uh, Veterans Aid and Attendance Benefit, um, and the qualifications and how you get it are all up on the VA website and you can' apply for that. Again, if you if the spouse is about twelve hundred dollars a month, the veteran is about seventeen hundred and a couple. Is twenty one twenty seven a month? So that's information I thought you might want to know. All right, let's shift gears a minute. Here's an interesting insight from Peggy Noonan, uh, who's a uh, editorial writer for the Wall Street Journal. Some of what she writes I really agree with, and some of it I don't. But this was an interesting piece, and it's talking about where we are mentally right now. And she says. A good source for looking into societal wisdom is Jonathan Haidt, a social physiologist professor at New York University of Stern School of Business and the author of a book called The Righteous Mind. He said, this is a time for us to reflect and choose a better story to tell. Stories that are being written around us nationally and individually every day, we have a chance to rewrite those. The key concept, he said, to understanding hardship is that it generally makes you stronger. Fear, challenge, and threat, unless they are extreme, tend to produce growth, not damage. He feels this could be a turning point for some young people who have been overprotected uh, and, and not had many setbacks in their life. This is a giant stock in the setback. So it's very interesting to see, um, you know, get this observation. He goes on to say, in a national emergency, it becomes easier to fulfill a key, The key human desire to be part of something, to be part of a team, to be part of team humanity, to be useful. That's why it's such a pleasure. It's, and this is her writing, uh, uh, Peggy Noon, at 7 p.m. in New York City all over they raise their windows and they bang on pots and they sing and they yell and they do all kinds of things. And they're doing that to say thank you to the people that are caring for all all the first line medical personnel that are caring for people. And also, I think it's just a good way for people uh, to be able to get out a little frustration and maybe do something, especially in tight quarters like they are in, in, in New York City. But I thought that was an interesting observation. Have you ever heard that comment about you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Well, that's pretty much what he's saying here. And he's also saying that, you know, a lot of our millennials and Y generation and all these other X, Y, Z, whatever they are, they've never experienced anything like this. If you know our generation, my generation, we had Vietnam, we had social unrest, we had civil rights, we had riots, we had all kinds of things go on. We had 9-11 not so long ago. Okay. So but a lot of people, you know, don't remember that or are too young to have much remembrance of it all, or maybe weren't even born yet. So he's you know, he's saying to the young people, this is your your moment of challenge, but I think. He's also saying to all of us, there's a way to get involved. I saw a very interesting story this morning uh, about two ladies who, there was a nursing home that needed help, and they volunteered to go in there and work, which was really quite remarkable, especially if you know the rate of infection issues that have been had with nursing homes around the country. But that's something they're doing. I mean, there are, you know, we had, (laughs) last week, we had our 83-year-old neighbor over for dinner. And uh, we did, we did a little social distancing. We got a big dining room table, but we invited him over for dinner. I made barbecue last week and uh, gave some to my other next door neighbor and my business partner who has, you know, four children. They had dinner on Saturday night with it. So I thought that was something I could do. You know, I like to do barbecue. So I did a whole mess of ribs and pork Full pork and the whole nine yards, and it made for a great meal. The point of there is that everybody can do something, and that's basically what Peggy Noonan is saying in this article, and that is also what Jonathan Haidt says. So I thought it was an interesting observation. We'll be back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI radio network, coast to coast across the USA. I've got some interesting information about some industries that are really making a lot of money right now. You'll probably find that kind of fascinating. Stay tuned. I'll be right back after the break with more. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcast on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. America welcome back to America's Healthcare Advocate show broadcasting coast to coast across USA here on the HIE radio network you can find out more about us by going to our website America's Healthcare Advocate.com by the way all the shows are posted up there on the podcast. The podcast, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, Spreaker, um, all the shows are on those podcast platforms and easy to find. We have been getting inquiries about the Wabi Brain Scan on our website, brainhealthscan.com, brainhealthscan.com. If you are a medical provider or someone interested in this or you just want to go up and see what it's all about, uh, it is a great product, it Is a great a tool, a great device that provides amazing data and information on all kinds of medical issues that that we have to deal with, cognitive issues, uh, concussion recovery, brainhealthscan.com. If you're interested in it as a medical provider, reach out to my partner, Steve Sanborn, on the website. He will be happy uh, to chat with you if you would like to do that. All right. So as I left out of the last segment, I told you, there is some, there are some industries out there that are doing really well. Here's one that probably won't surprise you. It is somewhat interesting. This comes out of the Wall Street Journal. Stuck at home, unable to visit bars and restaurants because of the coronavirus pandemic. Americans are buying booze and lots of it. Sales of alcohol in U.S. liquor and grocery stores have jumped 22% for the week ended March 28th compared with the period last year, according to research from Nielsen. Online alcohol sales have also soared while many states are temporarily allowing restaurants and bars for the first time to make home deliveries and sell wine and cocktails for takeout. And I've seen a number of news stories where restaurants are doing that, especially, I guess, in new york city where they're they're allowing the restaurants to sell liquor um out of their inventories and wine out of their inventories uh, as another form of income so i thought that was kind of interesting uh so we are in no lack of alcohol in this country except in pennsylvania where evidently they're still, still banning alcohol i thought that was kind of humorous but alcohol sales are doing exceptionally well here's another interesting story this this is you know you've heard about people that have done gouging and this is something that, that they discovered and they and they took action on so mask maker mask maker 3m filed a lawsuit against new jersey business for alleged price gouging and trademark infringement. Uh, a strike against uh, the chaotic world market in medical gear that has formed around the coronavirus. 3M said the suit filed on Friday in Southern District Court of New York against Performance Health, LLC, Performance Health, LLC, that tried to sell these branded masks uh, as 3M masks and charged six times the amount. I don't have a lot of pity on these people. I hope they get perp walked out right in front of the news cameras. They deserve to go to jail. Regarding the University of Pittsburgh, the university lab where Dr. Jonas Salk discovered the vaccine for polio. I did not know that. I thought this was interesting. As the world faces another terrifying disease, Pitt Medical scientists are once again at work on a potentially revolutionary vaccine. Louis Fallow and Andrea Gambato, respectively, dermatologists and surgeon, have developed, listen to this, have developed a COVID-19 inoculation that rapidly produces large numbers of, of coronavirus antibodies. You remember, I've talked about this antibody thing in a couple of other broadcasts, all right? They go on to say, a, a peer-reviewed paper that describing their work appeared in the Journal for Eboi Medicine, Medicine, not pronouncing this very well, which is published by the Lancelot uh, uh, Journal as well. Uh, they await approval from the Food and Drug Administration to conduct human trials on the vaccine, uh, which was to, is delivered, listen to this, via a unique skin patch containing 400 tiny needles. Ouch. Okay. Uh, this is this is a collusion of two stories, Dr. Follow says. We've been developing the delivery technologies for this for the past several years with Dr. Gambato in trying to use skin as an ideal target for a vaccine. Uh, while While they were doing this, uh, Dr. Gambato has been working on SARS and MERS, MERS. The two physicians' labs are next door to each other. This is why this is interesting. The SARS and MERS are caused by coronavirus, so they're very similar to COVID-19. So both SARS and MERS in 2013 and 2014, we knew how to fight this virus, Dr. Gabbato said, because of the work they had done on a 4 And it made the development process for the current pandemic virus much faster. Pretty remarkable stuff, huh? Now, remember, that's only one of the 19 that I talked about in a couple of previous shows, but I think it's important to understand the progress we're making in this country. And I keep saying this, and I believe this, the cure for this, the the, the vaccine for this, is gonna come out of the United States of America, because we have the best and the brightest, and we have these people all over the country working on these various things. This thing, this article goes on to say, that uh, Dr. Fallow and Dr. Gamboto were both able to generate their new potential vaccine, which they call PitcoVac. PitcoVac, that's what they're calling this, in a mere seven days. Listen to this. In seven days, they did this. As they wait for the FDA's green light, Dr. Fallow says he is retackling two issues. One is the clinical testing and regulatory process, and the other is the scalability so they can make a lot of these vaccines, millions and billions, and distribute them across the world. So they did this in seven days, they've got it done they're waiting to get it into trials with the FDA approval. Why do I think that we're definitely gonna be seeing a lot of uh, stories about that kind of thing happening and the FDA moving this thing up in terms of timelines to get a safe vaccine out there. But I think it's important for you to understand what's going on, the progress we're making. and Here's, here's another piece on this that's additionally fascinating. It helps that the vaccine does not require refrigeration. This means that we can actually put these in boxes just like Band-Aids. I mean, seriously, just like Band-Aids? If, if this works like they say it's going to work, you're going to be able to walk into a drugstore and have this thing get vaccinated just like you do a flu shot. Um, and you're going to be vaccinated against COVID-19. And remember, it's already done. They're waiting for approval. He goes on to say the regulatory issue is out out of our hands, but Dr. Follow says the FDA is working as fast as it can uh, in maintaining safety to get this done. They started that process, and they're exchanging data describing what we have to do and how they make the vaccine. So, you know, I, I think it's important to understand that we are making progress in this country, a lot of it. Okay, and you don't see a lot of positive stories in the media. This one, certainly, I haven't seen it on any of the news networks or read it any place other than I found this um, in the Wall Street Journal. So it's important to see that there are things going on in this country that are positive. You need to know that. And we're here to try to give you some of that information and make it as factual as we can. When we come back to the break, we're going to be joined by Dana Goodale from the Whole Body Pilates. We're going to talk about why. You need not to be a couch potato, and you need to put down the comfort food for a while. We'll come back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. I'll be back with Dana Goodell. To America's healthcare advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast, across the fruit and plain. My producer, Mr. Darren Willite. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us. Joining us in this segment, Dana Goodale from Whole Body Pilates. Well, I bet your life has changed a little bit, huh, Dana?
1: Oh yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 Let's see. We haven't been to the studio in what, a month now? Is it about it's a month?
1: About a month.
0: Yeah, this is – this. Is, so what I wanted to do and the reason I wanted to come on and chat with the audience today was I think it – you know, I've been reading a lot of information about, you know, how people are dealing with this, both from a physical and a mental standpoint. And And, and so let's talk about exercise and why is that probably more important now? Uh, than it was even before we went into this. So let's start with just that part um, and then talk a little bit about from a mental standpoint how exercise additionally helps with that. Dana?
1: Sure. Um, Physically, it's going to do quite a few things for you. Um, First of all, we're used to moving. We're used to walking. We're used to doing things that our body naturally has movement more in our life. And when we're stuck at home, we kind of, you know, just sit on the couch or find a chair or we're not doing our normal range of motions that we need to be doing. Um, So in creating that motion, just an exercise, whether that be walking or going up and down your stairs, um, you're you're building that all back up and keeping your body strong and healthy. That's the biggest thing is that we're going to find people that have Basically, found atrophy and we have lost some of that natural movement that we had before.
0: Yeah, and so, you know, it, it, you know it's funny, I, I think I mentioned on the air last time uh, a week or so ago that I went outside, you know, I have a giant smoker that I do ribs and all kinds of you know, smoked meat on, and I took the thing apart, cleaned it, painted it, put it back together again, and did the same thing with my barbecue. So, so you know, I was outside all. Day, I mean, I was so tired by the time I got that done. It was, but but I got it done. So these mm-hmm. home improvement projects. So I see a lot of that going on in my neighborhood. Of course, we live, you know, in a neighbor historic neighborhood with houses that are older, older in some cases, and people are catching up on a lot of home improvement product projects. But the other thing I see a lot of, and I've, I've said this on air a couple of times. I've seen people walking with dogs that I've never seen in this neighborhood in the 20-some years I've lived here. So, you know, walking seems to be a very popular thing right now.
1: Walking is fabulous. It's low impact. It gets your heart rate into a low-fat burning zone, and you're getting outside to get vitamin E. For most of us, it's springtime, so it actually, you know, mentally stimulates us to see the colors, the sun. and All that good stuff. So uh, walking is an excellent form of exercise right now.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's funny you mentioned vitamin E, and that means getting out in the sunshine, right?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It's a very... Vitamin E is one of the... Most of us don't get enough because we are inside. So by getting that fresh air and going outside, we are stimulating that.
0: Yeah, so that means don't sit and binge on Homeland all day, okay? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Afraid not, <You> know, no. But
0: but but the binge watching down, okay, and, <laughs> and and get out and do something and and, uh, and get some exercise and 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 start. You know, I think it affects people mentally too. I think getting oh, yeah. out. You know, who was it? I, Darren told me before we started the show. He said, "Hey, you doing? He said, "I'm getting cabin fever."
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And, and, and and I told Lori today, after we get done with the broadcast, we're going to go on a very long walk today. Um, uh, it takes uh, Greta to get out and go on a very long walk today. So I think mentally uh, it stimulating for people. And I think this you know, staying cooped up inside the house, um, it, it just does not help at all.
1: No. Um, the biggest thing like I said with the walking is that yeah, you do get to experience your freedom. And I always I have one client who's like, it's not my favorite thing. And I'm like, Well, here's the deal. Think of if we didn't have cars. Walking and riding bikes would be our biggest mode of transportation. And that's something we should explore. I am a big fan. I live um, next to a place where I can walk up to the grocery store. Not that I go in. But I get to walk up there and see people going in and out, and I get to, you know, wave at a few people, and then I get to come back home. So it does give yep. me a little more stimulation than if I would just sit in my house.
0: Yep, and I think people need that. So you're doing something kind of unique, um, and that is virtual yoga, stretching, and mat Pilates. So talk a little bit about that, and I know you're doing it at wholebodypilateskc.com. if people want to go up there and sign up and look at it. Um, but you know, talk about what you're doing and how people that uh, can access that around the country um, if they want to go look on YouTube or something else. Dana,
1: sure. So I, of course, we almost um, uh, clubs and studios have now gone virtual. Um, so if you can't find something for free, um, which yeah, check out YouTube. I'm not asking you to do a full 45 you know hour workout. I, I mean, look for those 10. 15, 20-minute workouts to get started and go from there. And if you have any questions, always feel free to email me or check out my website. I'm going to do one like big virtual uh, workout once a week. And then I've actually been FaceTiming and doing a little bit of Zoom clients so that they can touch base with me and look at their progress and continue to push them in every way I can.
0: So talk about how are you doing it on FaceTime? Because we we have not done it. I've talked to Lori about it a couple of times, and so far it hasn't happened. But talk about how you are doing. So you're basically doing your classes, or a class with the client if they choose to do it, on FaceTime, right?
1: Right. Um, so basically it's a phone call. You call me, and I get to see you, and you get to see me. And I talk you through the exercise we're going to do, and then I watch you do it. Um, give you pointers. Sometimes I do it with you. Sometimes I'm just, you know, making sure you're keeping correct form. It just depends on what you need. Um, I have a lot of clients that really enjoy that. Number one, they've set a point a time. And, number two, they're accountable because I'm going to call them personally. <laughs> yeah. So that's,
0: that's, you said two very important things. So number one, we've all got lots of time on our hands these days. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> mean, even if you're working, and I am, obviously, and you are as well, but you still got more time than usually have because you're not driving to and from work. And you're not right. having in-person meetings doing any of that stuff. So you do have more time. So you've got an opportunity to do this. The other thing you, you said that I like is accountability. Now, you know, we're, you know, Lauren are obviously trying to do that for ourselves with these walks, and I try to do it every day. And we also have some free weights, and we're doing some weightlifting, some light weightlifting, et cetera. But that accountability thing is a big deal because if not, you kind of fall into a rut. Well, yeah, well, you know, I'll get to it tomorrow. I'll get to it next week, or I don't feel like doing it today, or I, you know, I, I think I think I want to watch another movie <laughs> so, or whatever. It's just not. It, it, it's not that, that, you know that accountability piece is, is, is
1: a good thing, is it not? Yeah, no, it's great. Like and and that's what I I am, for those who have personal trainers, I am all about connect with your personal trainer. You don't have to work out with them maybe your regular schedule, but check in with them if you need them to call you. You know and do it. I mean, pay them a couple bucks and have yeah. them do that well, you know, That's going to remind you to work.
0: You know, and that's another thing too, by the way. You see, I've seen a bunch of stories about this where people are doing takeout in these restaurants going to get takeout. They're they're leaving large, large tips in a way to say thank you to the staff and try to support some of these people who are struggling. Uh, and, and the same thing applies to to your, because they would completely shut down. So that, right. that's, a, that, that's, a, that's a great way to do that. Last thing I want to talk about, eating too much comfort food, okay? <laughs> you know, you know it, it's not hard to do, all right? I mean, I'm, you know, we're cooking almost everything at home. We, we've had a couple of takeout meals, but very few. So you really have to try to, you know, limit that that comfort food to some degree, yes? Yeah?
1: Yes, I'm afraid so. <laughs>
0: yeah, because if you're if you're not getting if you're not exercising, you're not doing your normal routine, you're not doing all the things you normally do, packing in those extra calories, um, not such a good idea. Am I right or wrong?
1: You're you're right. And the biggest thing also is that we want to start Fueling our immunity system. Um, our immune system really needs the nutrients and vitamins. And when all you give it is things that are, you know, a little too fatty, a little too sugary, it's not going to be able to absorb the good stuff. So no, it really needs the good stuff. <sighs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and I. It, and, like, I went to uh, Whole Foods today and I bought kale and I bought mustard greens and I bought some other green. I don't remember what it was. And then Lori made this wonderful dish out of it. And and we had barbecue for dinner, but we had this big bowl of greens right next yeah. to it. So, thank you for coming on, folks. If you want to contact any, it's Whole Body's wholebodypilateskc.com wholebodypilateskc.com Her name is Dana Goodale and she is happy to help you virtually if you need that help. Thanks again, Dana, for joining us. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare App, Broadcasting here on the HIA radio network coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. I'll be back with more. back you're listening to america's healthcare advocate show broadcasting coast to coast across the usa here on the HIE radio network if you need help with health insurance you can reach out to the lovely joyce thompson at 877-385-2224 if you're trying to find something you've been laid off your insurance uh, you've lost your group coverage whatever the case may be maybe you're you don't need a bridge policy of some kind, there are all kinds of options out there. Joyce can help you with 877-385-2224. Also, if you do want information on the Wabi Brain Scan regarding cognitive issues or return to play from concussion. That website is brainhealthscan.com. Steve Sanborn is my partner. He'll be happy to help you. Brainhealthscan.com. A lot of really interesting stuff out there. We've really done a lot of work on that website. So you might find that to be of tremendous interest. All right. So do you recall um, in past years, in past months, um, how – uh, we have all been told that we need to be more like the Europeans we we need to our system needs to model more of what the Europeans do both from a healthcare standpoint and a social economic standpoint and you know more more toward a welfare state more toward social benefits and 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 the integrated eu and how they do things with their common currency and all the rest of it well there's trouble in paradise folks and here here This this comes to me from from the Wall Street Journal, and it's somewhat fascinating. Uh, Berlin, the European Union, is facing the worst crisis it's had since its inception because of the coronaviruses and and the deepening and long running tensions between the bloc south. The hardest hit uh, by the pandemic and the economic fallout and for the financially and the financially stronger north. Basically, we're talking about Germany. Okay. And Italy and Spain. That's what we're talking about here, just so we're all clear on this. Okay. Whether and how this clash crystallized uh, in the quarrel between Germany and, and the rest of these companies and how it gets resolved will determine, this is interesting, the long term viability of the entire European project that includes their common currency. So, you know, it's kind of interesting uh, when push comes to shove, what happens. Uh, Italy, with over 18,000 coronavirus death, uh, deaths and more than any other country, seethed at the refusal of the Germans and the EU nations to offer medical help and supplies in the early days of the pandemic public opinion uh, has become even more inflamed uh, by Germany and Netherlands' reluctance uh, to, to financially help uh, Italy in this time of need when Italian economic risks uh, are, are continuing to uh, increase with this lockdown. They also say in a recent poll, 70% of Italians said Germany is trying to strangle their country well, I guess they're not all singing kumbaya now, are they? And maybe that uh, integrated EU system isn't particularly the, the uh, best model. Boris Johnson's probably smiling a little bit about that when you think, okay, like I just got out in time, uh, especially if their whole currency crashes, which is kind of interesting. Uh, so it, 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 this article goes on to say it's the interest of, in the interest of all and therefore of Germany to act together, says Angela Merkel, uh, Germany will do... Will, Only do well if Europe does well. So the article says, despite this lofty rhetoric, German leaders and allies of the Netherlands, Austria and Germany uh, have refused to endorse the idea of so-called Corona bonds that would be sold uh, to help ease the financial burden uh, on Spain and on Italy. It's in the reciprocal uh, interest of Europe that it meets the challenge. Otherwise, we will abandon the European dreams and say everyone is on their own, uh, says uh, Mr. Conti, uh, Giuseppe Conti, who is a Italian prime minister. So <laughs> like I said, there's trouble in paradise in the EU, folks, and it, uh it, it's not looking particularly good. And that European model isn't looking all that great either. Looks like our model might be working a little bit better than that. We'll see as we get closer to opening this country back up um, and and we see this country start to recover financially uh, from this devastating blow we've taken from COVID-19. Uh, you know, Here's some observations I think are kind of interesting. This comes out of uh, the Epoch Times, EPOCH. Great newspaper, by the way. Um, you might enjoy reading that. It's the Epic Epoch Times. Uh, it comes out once a week. I take that paper now, um, and it's really uh, quite remarkable. It offers some interesting uh, viewpoints, uh, a little different than what we see in a lot of the other newspapers around the country. So this talks about um, having your family together. Um, and what it's like to, you know, on a nice day, th- th- this this author, Elizabeth Say, says, we go out with our family for a walk. Gee, I just talked about that, right? They have a house in Brooklyn. Um, and and, and uh, you know, so, so they're doing different things. This is what we don't talk about much are the ways that being locked up in our houses and being together – are making families feel closer and more fulfilled. It's, it's particularly true for parents who work long hours before, time, before in times of great fear, they had the guilty secret pleasure uh, of finally having time with their family or children. You know, and I'm hearing a lot of that from my children. Okay, uh, in California, you know, one daughter who works for Morgan Stanley, another one's an attorney. She and her husband have an architectural firm. Um, go, 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 go! Uh, that was that's all part of uh, you know their lifestyle, and very much so in California. It's the same thing around the country. But it's I thought it was an interesting observation. Uh, you know, this goes on to say there's a shared sense of vulnerability. Uh, when we're vulnerable, we connect with each other because that's when we realize we really need each other. Well, let's hope that's true, okay? Let's hope there's a lot of that going on right now. I do think people are being more polite. I see it in the stores. I see it, you know when we're out and about uh, getting groceries or whatever we're doing. And I and I do think this is a time, as I mentioned in that first segment, uh, for us to reflect and try to come together as a people uh, and do more of that. I mean, the partisan bickering is still going to go on in Washington. That will never stop. But that doesn't mean that we have to behave in that same way toward one another. And I think we're seeing a lot of people that are looking at things a little differently now, families being together, having dinner together for a change, um, you know, young families that have more time to be with each other so there are some good things coming out of this and i think we need to understand that we also need to understand this country is very strong we will come out of this we will we will bring this country back to where it was and we will uh, be stronger than we ever were because uh, as i read in that first part uh, you know these kinds of challenges tend to make you stronger not weaker thank you for listening to america's healthcare advocate now i leave you with this thought from albert einstein the one who follows the crowd will usually get no further than the Crowd. The one who walks alone is likely to find himself in places no one has ever been. Remember, friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIE Radio Network. Goodbye, America.